Good. Hello. <laughs> How are you? I'm fantastic. Buddy old pal, it's been a long time. It's been so long. <laughs> Man, I'm I have to say, can I just can I just monologue for a second about how cool I think you are? Oh man, is that cool? <laughs> I really just think this—the project of like bringing together all the alt black people—is something that I have like been longing for uh, my whole life, and you just started it up. And like already, just from you reposting my thing, I have been connected with like all of these different black people who like have the same feelings as me and that feels huge so thank you man i'm actually crying like the one tear just came from my cold heart no, i'm just kidding <laughs> i'm so glad to hear that i mean you really did it you're doing the thing so thank you oh man okay let me do the intro and then we'll get into the conversation yeah yeah so welcome everyone ladies and gentlemen boys and girls children of all ages to the cast of chaos featuring the Sephiroth of South Central, the Black Chris Jericho, Rob Zombie's illegitimate stepbrother, Will Smith and Ozzy Osbourne's love child, the Fresh Prince of Darkness, Kelvin Chaos. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Hell yeah. <laughs> and I'm on the phone with, uh, th this call is with, t tell us everyone who you are. Hi, I am Naila Hunter. Um, I am a harpist and singer and composer from LA, and I'm really excited to be on this call with you right now. That is a wonder. I'm so happy that you, um, I talk about you the most out of anybody that I think <laughs> I talk about on this show. I like, I wanted to have you on the show. Hell yeah. Because I, I saw a house show with you a long time ago with Chaprice. Yes. Unforgettable. Right? See, that was... That was in such a different iteration of my like musical journey. Still, I appreciate that iteration. Um, but yeah, like wow, so so much has changed since then too. And I and I can't wait to hear it. So I was I was telling somebody I would tell people about you, like yeah, I know a harpist that does Fetty Wap covers, and her right. player loops all of his um he loops like six bass lines and. People are like, what? That sounds ridiculous. And I'm like, ridiculous, <laughs> yes. good. You know? <laughs> so yes. people aren't believing me that Black people play classical music. Sure, sure. Or that we'll Black see. people play rock music. And I'm like, we literally do whatever the fuck we want to do. Why does it have to right. be a thing? You know? <laughs> that, that's the whole point, that we can literally do whatever we want. And, like, most genres originated with Black people. With, yeah, with, which is the main thing that pissed me off. Because I'm like, if you knew, you know, ragtime right. is a bastardization of classical music, which turned into jazz. Jazz is right. R&B, funk, soul, rock, whatever the fuck you want to call it. That shit exactly. belongs to us. Exactly. Well, and, and that's another interesting thing, like, being a harpist who's also Black, um, I mean, obviously, there have been many Black harpists, and there are still many Black harpists, such as Aya Simone, she's wonderful, and Brandy Younger, and um, Madison Callie, I think her name is, uh -huh. who I don't really know as well, but she's like an Instagram person. Um and, and yeah, like, obviously, Alice Coltrane, Dorothy Ashby, like, sure, there's there's a bunch of them. But still, people are surprised upon seeing me play 
a quote-unquote classical instrument but it comes back to the idea of like why would I be playing classical music with this instrument? Yeah. And, and me, yes, my, I'm definitely influenced by classical music. Like one of, one of my huge influences is Joe Hisaishi, uh, who I'm sure, you know, is the composer for like all of the studio Ghibli. Yeah. Movies. Um, and so, yeah, like that, that is one of my main influences. And like, you know, Eric Satie, um Debussy like all of that all stuff amazing harp writers <laughs> right exactly but I still like I don't feel like I should be boxed into any categories and and then also just as a black person uh people are like oh like how did you get into it and like, it's like I well, it <laughs> you know, like, I, well right and also like I've been playing piano since I was six so it's like not that it's not that far of a leap and it's just interesting the expectation yeah like you know, me, I play classical guitar and I, I literally learned classical guitar thinking that it was going to make me a better electric guitar player right right right, right. so we're like huh or I'm thinking I'm going to stand out and you know it turns out that it doesn't work that way and I was like cool either way I have the skill and Right? Exactly. And now I'm going to go back and yeah. I'm going to use that skill and I'm going to inform my own music and I'm going to make this hybrid of everything that I've ever yes. done and experienced. And it's going to be a different sound and exactly. hopefully I'll make a lot of money or make a decent living. That's the only thing I thought about. <laughs> right. We're all just trying to live out here. And I, and I totally feel you on that. Like I've, I, hmm, being a harpist is cool because there are always people who need harps. And I think, like, you know, there's always people who want classical music in one way or another. Like, I'm, do you play a lot yeah, of weddings? Yeah, <laughs> Exactly. And, like, that's the thing. Like, sure, it's someone else's wedding, but, like, I still got my record. And if we're doing something I was already going to do, because that's what I do at my house all right. day anyway. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, man. So, yeah. Like, well, you kind of covered how you got into it. And um, what area are you from? Are you from, you're from Hawthorne, right? Originally? No, so I, so I always feel like it's important for me to say that I was born in New York and like have you know pretty strong roots in New York. Um, my my parents are both Caribbean. My dad is from Belize and my mom is from Haiti. Um, and then we moved to LA uh, when I was six. So and like LA as in like View Park, Baldwin Hills area. And I actually still live there. I live in Inglewood. <laughs> exactly <laughs> but well i mean yeah and i totally own that here's another thing that i would love to talk to yeah. you about um just like owning owning your black man and the way because... that it is it, it occurred to you like i'm from south central everyone thinks i'm lying right right and i'm sure i'm sure you have been called an oreo and like all of that stuff which i think is like a conversation that that we're having more often, like just in general amongst Black people. But I remember like being young and being like, what do you mean? Do yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I'm clearly um, Black no matter what I do, you know? <laughs> right, right. Like people are still treating right. me like Why I'm people Black. people don't uh, like fuck with me? Like, it's just I Right, right. Exactly. Exactly. So, so just like. Like that, being, you know, they do, but not like. Being a musician. Like, yeah. Right. Being a musician who, um, you know, is in zones that are not rap uh, based all the yeah. time. You know? It's like we have two genres. Out of all the ones we created, right. 
we're only allowed to play two. What the fuck? Right, exactly. <laughs> and you're like, what about The Rock? What about The Rock that literally started with black with people? Sister like, Rosetta Tharp, the blackest that. lady on earth. What? <laughs> right, right, exactly. So, so I think that's. I'm. I mean, not. I'm not saying like my mission in life is to to make it so that all black people can feel good about whatever form of black they yeah. are because that's not the point it's just like it's all black and like let's all just be well, you know, you know? And I, I was like i want to say that's relatively new and i don't know this because i didn't grow up in the 60s and 70s but i watch a lot of black exploitation movies for research purposes because i want to write one and yeah uh, right <laughs> Yeah. And I want to write one like with an alt dude like me as a vampire, but like it was a black boy. Yeah. Oh right? my god! Can I? Fuck yeah! That you with you? Like, what? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm looking for yes. you would make a perfect like witch character that plays the harp. Hell yeah! Let's talk about that. <laughs> oh my gosh! Literally had to chill. That's my that's my dream. Like I I only want to do nerdy. Me too. Yeah, me too. Life. That's really how I feel. About it. I'm like, yeah, let's write a novel. Yeah. Let's shoot. Like, I want to be like Donald Glover, but more trained. No disrespect. Ooh. No Ooh. disrespect. He, what he did, I. No, not at I all. I think what he's done with like limited <laughs> skill, I was like, whoa, like, I got to stop bullshitting. He's out there. Yo, that's, I like that take on it. You're like, if he's doing this, yeah, what yeah. And like, instead Bye. of hating, right? Yeah. I'm like, hey, look at it. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, and that's that's just a good way to go about it. Right? Whenever. Yeah, I was like, look at him. He was like, I don't I don't think yeah. I can really sing. Fuck it. I'll hire a bunch of musicians that can. Smart, right? <laughs> I can't act. Right. Fuck it. I'll hire people that can. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah. Right? Yeah. So um yeah, so I was um Yeah, so so tell us about your oh, so you're from New York, you moved here when you were six. And you grew up, we probably grew up in the same area. And um, so, you, so you started taking piano lessons privately or was it like a school thing? Yeah, so that's another thing. I, I grew up in church. My dad was a, a Baptist oh, yeah. pastor uh, at a church in Ladera Heights um, for the first part of us living in LA. And so I, well, and no, I actually... I started taking piano lessons before we moved to LA um, when I was, when I was six um, or maybe it was four. No, I think it was four. Um, but we, we started with uh, the church pianist when we came to LA and then, and here's the thing, this, this woman really changed my life. Her name is Miss, Miss Freeman, Evelyn Freeman. And she, lives in this beautiful house in view park you know and view park being for anyone who doesn't know the like like people there's literally a sign outside of view park right now that says the black, black beverly, beverly hills so silly <laughs> right but it's you know just like the whole like old black money kind beautiful. of vibe uh and she she just she was just such a i mean she's still alive and we still see her and stuff which is great but yeah she was just such a important person in my life and and she was a really hard teacher and like made me play things that i didn't want to play um and then when i finally kind of took ownership of my piano lessons uh she let me play whatever i wanted and the pivotal piece was the song the name of life from Spirit wow. of Life. 
um, I, I just was like, I need to be able to play this song because it makes everything feel fine. I was also like a super angsty, like emo and- kid who always like, dude, <laughs> I would have like, you know, my bangs over my face, like scene kid, like had, had my Damn, yeah, all listening the to loud ass like, music, like leave me alone, everyone. Right. Right, right. Yeah, like leave me alone. I'm Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, like that that music really helped me, and so I was like, I need to learn this piece when I when I was I think like eleven, and so from then on, I was like, let's take this seriously. And now, wow, now. that's such a beautiful story. I love that. Yeah, I have like a similar story. My teacher, her name was I can't even remember her name at this point, but. <laughs> So well, yeah, well, because I only had one semester of violin with her, and I was fucking trash at it. Mm. But <laughs> but there was something about like the way an old black woman teaches. They're very tough, but they're also very loving, and they're they're that exactly. way because they know that we need to be tough on because people are going to be like, "What are you doing? Is that what you think is good music?" Exactly. She was like, "I love you, but you gotta toughen up." Dude, that's so true. It's like our our jobs as black women to to protect and prepare yeah. other black kids or yeah, because it's I'm, yeah. yeah, it's like yeah. I work yeah. with a lot of kids, but I do specifically take a different approach to the black kids because I'm like it's different for you. It's not the same for Toby. Right. Toby will be fine. Right, right. and it's <laughs> you right. will not. We'll see, and that's actually. That's a thing that I really, like, decided for myself this year. So I I had been teaching, like, ever since I graduated college and, and before then. But, like, you know, once I graduated, I really got heavy into the teaching game, like, teaching in studios. And it was often in, like, the South Bay, like, you know, yeah. Manhattan Beach, those areas where, like, these kids are taking these lessons because Make their parents them give a fuck. Are, right make them they don't really want to necessarily and if they do there's there's like at least at the very least a sense of like nonchalance about the the piano lesson or the, the lessons like just like oh this is something i yeah like i'm a soccer player but i also you know, play piano and right and like i have a student right. right his mom is the owner of the school that i work at and the kid's like uh-huh. really good and he practices on his own like he'll just stare at me and copy everything i do and i'm like hey i'm telling his mom i was like i don't know if it's right for me to tell you this your son has a lot of talent music's really hard for black kids so if i work with him i'm not going to be very nice about it wait <laughs> hold on like, this is this is breaking up do you hear me yes i can hear you can you hear me bit oh no hello okay i can hear, I can you, hear you now <laughs> hello it's me i've been trying <laughs> hello hello hey can you hear me I can. Okay, beautiful. I'm so sorry. I don't know what happened. Um, no. I am. Maybe it's because I went outside of my house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but 
you one of those wanderers when you're on the phone exactly. you just like wander around i do that too yes all right so we were talking about um teaching and and finding the art balance because i think that's some ah. of the main issues with you know players like us is it's really art based you know we're less concerned with making yeah. millions and millions of dollars and more concerned with right. making everlasting art that relates to people that had struggles similar to ours sure yeah i think well okay yeah i bringing it and this is this is what i was talking about in terms of the teaching um as it relates to my environment right like or and my blackness like i i want to teach kids who need lessons and couldn't have them otherwise you know what i right? mean right we should talk about and that because that's a foundation i want to start in that area because we grew up in the same right and i didn't have lessons right. growing up i literally taught myself how to play guitar and just right. worked hard enough to get a scholarship and i always thought if i would have studied from a kid i'd probably be famous so there Hmm, right so I was like there's probably a kid that is like me that really needed the instruction and just wanted it so bad you know that just came out of that area yeah. and there's probably a gang of them you know that don't want to do yeah. hip-hop not necessarily like not like hip-hop's bad or anything because I do I do I don't know if you heard my spooky P. I make a lot of hip-hop music for fun I of course I did <laughs> thank I you it. you're so funny and it's so specific. Like I just love how specific you are. It's and it feels as specific yeah. as I am. So that's cool. But yeah. um, yeah. So yeah, that was that was my thing. It was the same. I was like, I want even this whole platform. Everything is to find people like us because there's so there's no you know place for kids that are interested in something outside of the mainstream of black. Where you can just be like, this is what I want to do. Hello? Sure, sure. Well, and I, I think, um, yeah, like, there there are so many different reasons for that. Like, you, like for example, the way that white people receive Black people who they can't pinpoint yeah. is, is really different than how they receive the ones that they can. And, like, you know, I, there, there's lots that I could say about that. But go, going... Going back to the idea of teaching and art balance, I feel like I um, only just recently even got into a position that that was close to it being balanced um, because for a while I was teaching so much and like teaching in a way where it was like I, I was scared to ask for a sub because you know, you know, if I did get a gig. So like, like I was like limiting myself in terms of the gigs that I could get. So I was like, like, it was like, I was defeating the purpose of, of the whole, the, the whole thing, right? Like there's supporting yourself, but then there's consuming yourself in something that's really not the actual task. At yeah. Hand, yeah. Like right? I, my goal is and, to inspire people. I can't when I'm in the office all day working. Right. Exactly. So, so I, I quit two of the days that two two of two out of four of the days of teaching and um and I also teach way closer to my house now at at this thing called Harmony Project. It's they go into uh schools, it's a nonprofit and they give, you know, group classes and private lessons to kids who can't afford lessons, 
it's really great and it's right there in Lamert Park like so I'm really close uh and it just kind of like shifted the way that my time can be spent uh and and it's really opened a lot of doors like and and who knows if it's like the the extra time that I have really because it is it actually that much more extra time I don't know but I think there's also just like me being more open to doing those things because I wasn't allowing myself before. Do you oh, know totally. Saying? I, man, I get like, I get asked to do a ton of things, you know, and especially, you know, in, in genres I don't particularly care for mainly hip hop and not again, because I don't like yeah. hip hop or R and B. It's like, I don't like the work ethic of the people that I work with a lot because they'll either show up late uh, yeah, or they yeah. don't know their music. And you got to figure everything out that they're doing. Say that, say that again. And so you feel like that is something that, uh, you feel like that's something that you find in R and B and hip hop, uh, music, like people who, who, uh, yeah. And it's not, not even like, I'm not expecting people like to be like, you know, pizzicato here or shit like that. But it's like, tell me what the intro is. Where is the verse? Where do I come in? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, what key is it in? <laughs> Simple shit. Right. Yeah, oh my God, I hate that Right. <laughs> Instead of being like, yeah, just like slap some vibes on it, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh vibes vibe to this. Fuck you. Over like, word right now. And, and you know. Right. So, yeah. And then yeah. I'll, yeah, right, and I'll have those experiences. And then lately, uh, like, Chaprice actually hired me and a violinist and we did. Um, yeah. And she, and she yeah, yeah. Be the Martian. I, I like do an acoustic folk sick. soul of um, her latest songs. Who It's not even out yet. The project's not out yet. But she gave it to us and said, acoustify this, but right. make it funky. And I was like, challenge accepted. Right. <laughs> and then after that, I was like, well, right, this is right, what I right. want to do. I don't want to do any other shit. I want to like take on artistic challenges, you know, and I want to make things that people right. haven't seen before. I want to, people to go, what the fuck? Did you see that, dude? Did you hear that? Have you ever heard anything like that? Yeah. You know, or you have to pay yeah. me a lot of money. If it's something I don't want to do, it costs, uh, it costs yeah. double. <laughs> So that's crazy. All right. So, man, tell yeah, me no, about I totally your project, your it's upcoming like, project. I've been listening to your music for so long. That... Hello? Um, I, so yeah, I'm so excited about this project. It really feels. Yes. Um, hello? Oh, I'm sorry. I just, <laughs> I'm hilarious. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Um, I really feel like this is the first time that I have made a project that is completely and utterly just what I wanted it to be and what I needed it to be for my own healing, because that, that really is what music making comes down to for me right now. It's like about my own healing and then like, you know, hopefully that translates when people listen to it. Um, but anyways, yeah. So I, I'm self-produced this whole thing. It's a uh, harp synth and vocal. And there are, you know, like some, some different added sounds, whatever, but just uh, a very ambient 
expression of spells that I've written and I'm really excited to to have yeah just like have something out that I that I did all by myself because there in the past I feel like uh working yeah other people especially in terms of like working with producers um it can often i feel like they always want uh, yeah because like, they don't get it off and of they're the like because they don't get it they I have to add on, their own thing to it and you're like no i just need you to record shit right right add right or add like right 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 exactly like and and exactly like you're adding either something I'm not going that route yeah or something that you feel like will make it marketable which is not the point for me right so so it feels really good to have made this project and then for it to be you know put out on a label that I've respected for a long time um and the, and it's you know it's just like it really it's it's really exciting to uh, feel seen in that way you know what i mean like in in yo the, totally in the yeah i was I'm, I'm totally into uh, that you refer to all your i've never heard like, you use the word song you always say spell yeah we'll see and that's the thing with this project in particular it they really are spells like it they are the places that or yeah, they're they're the places or objects Hell that yeah. spells conjure, but the sonic representation of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, but and and there, so there are portals and yes. there are potions, uh, and talismans throughout, like throughout the the project, and and yeah, it's that's not even nerdy yeah, exactly. to me. That's like that I'm is so what is necessary. I, I mean, like out, I said, you've you know? seen like, you know a lot of things on my page. Okay. Like I had a, I've had you know demonolators on my page i've had occultists all of this stuff like what we do like it's the other side of blackness yeah you know, the hidden part of blackness where there's a bunch of us that are yeah. doing this stuff like i know so many people who when yes. you talk this way yeah they're like yes that's the only way i want to be talked to and then there's people who are like get out of here with that shit exactly Ooh. Yeah. Yes, let's let's get into this. I mean, you and I have talked about this over DM before, but still just the idea the idea of like, dude, let's take a second right. and really think about why you're riding so hard for Christianity. When Christianity by the same was motherfucker that to, brought you here like, by white people. And then and that brought that brought us here from a country dude. And then and then I was thinking about this the other day and really had my mind blown. Uh, the King James version yeah. of the Bible is the one that people use the most, right? Like in a, in the U.S., the King James Bible was created right? after King James literally burned some some other books. You know what I mean? Like it's not it's not even the complete deal, and you're bashing this over people's heads and using it as an example. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry. I also have really like, I still have feelings about it that I'm unearthing to this day. Oh man, I had um, one of my buddies, uh, Neo, Neo Hendricks. His name dream. is Naeem. His mom, um, his dad was a pastor in the Nation of Islam, and he had a similar experience where now he's doing like, you know, he got into ooh, witchcraft yeah. and magic with a K and all of these 
things and we all started to you know share these things and all of these things have african origins yeah. everything that i have researched that all the people that i know that are talking about we're talking about yoruba we're talking about you know, all of these things we're talking about these gods and goddesses and um yep. and this all started for me just reading the folk tales i had a youtube channel yeah yeah back in the day where i was just reading the folk tales and i just for exactly. fun to find another inspiration of songs to write and um and i started i was like wait a second i feel like this is the truth you know <laughs> i was sure. like if there's anything that's the truth this would be more accurate. The spells thing makes yep. way more sense. Right. The way that these gods and goddesses are interacting is how humans interact as opposed to, um, yeah. you know, we're going to pretend like everything is one thing and all of us love one person when, you know, innately a lot of humans are greedy and a lot of humans are, a, you know, a lot of destruction. And when you're reading these African folktales that are telling mm -hmm. you that these people are like this, that the, your own family member could be this way. And instead of you blindly trusting and, yeah. going, you know, like, I think there's things in the Bible that say, like, thou shall not uh, disrespect your parent or it is OK for you to beat your wife as long as the belt is not over two inches thick. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah you laugh. Because, and, and I've even told my mom, like me and my mom, had <laughs> I was like, look, right. they have Nephilim right. in right. the Bible. Nephilim, it refers to fallen angels, a.k.a. demons right that is in genesis the very first chapter right it says right. this and i every pastor i asked i say hey yeah. dude, they're like why are we why have you turned away from the path of the child of god i said explain to me the word nephilim and i will listen to whatever you have to say and they're like that's a typo right no i mean Right, exactly. They're like, 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 let's not go there kind of thing. But here's the thing. I, despite the feelings about uh, being a pastor's kid, my dad is really That's wonderful. And, like, we talk about these kinds of things all the time, actually. Um, and he, it, it actually really is. He's great. Um, and, and I was just saying to him, like, yeah, I just don't it understand why we can't have the light and the dark. Like, like we need the light in the dark the light informs the dark the dark informs the light and like yeah sure we we invoke angels all the time but why yeah. like why if we invoke angels all the time why would we not at least be interacting with demons on some sort of level right like, i feel the exact same why, i feel the same way that's in? that's why i had the demonolators on because they were also they had a similar background they were christian dudes and then they were like hey these things are like communicating with me and I had a similar experience and I, you know, I was very afraid and they were like, you know, check yeah. it out. It's not the same way. Like angels, demons, they, they pretty much have the exact same job. Like somebody's trying to sell you something and they have the same amount of ruthlessness. Correct. Right. If you are killing sure. in the name of God, right. That is still some type of yeah. violence. So it's like both of them yeah. to me are the same side of the same coin. That's why I even laugh at, you know, like satanic people. I'm like, you're technically Christian. They're like, no, you're not. No, I'm not. I'm like, it comes from the same religion. Right. Exactly. They're like, no, it's, it's not. I'm like, it is. Yeah, same. You're it's doing the, the other same side shit the they're same. doing. You're just doing the dark side version. Yeah. We'll see, but here's the thing, and I obviously nothing is black and white, but I do really feel like 
we could all, we could all agree Correct. on using nature as the keystone for this whole thing, right? Like if we if we all agreed on that, like even Christian people, like sure, but God made nature so through like, the trees, through the ocean, and, but we throw, we God disrespect the world. Forget the um, animals. Let's destroy the ocean. Right. In the name of God, doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Exactly. So it's right. It's it's this all out of sorts. And so yes, doing this project feels feels really exciting and and kind of just like a declaration of where I'm at to like every to, to everyone I know. That's the thing. Like I I was telling my dad yesterday that the songs were spells for yeah. the first time, even though you know this project has been in my life for at, at least a year, right? And he he didn't flinch and i'm amazed That's like amazing. i feel very like held by that yeah <laughs> but i you know i That's my mom great. is a different story all right we'll okay let's continue um let's see so with your with all the things that you've done and accomplished what has been your favorite gig or favorite thing that you've done so far and what has been your least favorite thing Musically, of course. And you can start mm. with least favorite thing. <laughs> Musically, yeah. Um, yeah, I, okay, least favorite thing. Playing a solo set. Uh-uh. No, 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 Just playing in general in bars. Playing in bars is shitty. It's not... And for my music, like me rolling up with the heart yeah. and like talking about Excalibur, uh, you know, is not, that's not going to like float in a bar. And so it just like, and I was doing it for so long and it just like felt like I was like abusing myself because it never felt right. It never felt good. Um, and then when I started to catch on to the, the environments I did like to play in, I decided that I would create a rubric for events that I will and won't play. Um, And I'm finding that I really just have to be in nature or in some sort of space dedicated to art, such as a gallery or a museum and, or slash sound baths. Like all of, all of that is like where my, I've, I've had the. Yeah. Where you can connect with the audience. It's hard to connect with the audience when, you know, everything's dark and everyone's drunk, you know, and they're expecting a particular type of thing. But if you're like, you know, like I've done yoga studios, I've done like outdoor things, weddings. um, Those are the best experiences because I can look a person in the eye and they can really feel what I'm doing. And that's why I do it. You know. Exactly. And like power, all of the power to, not all of it, but <laughs> power to the people who are playing the bars and like whose music like thrives in that yeah. environment because, you know, some people. Right. Really no, it's like I have bars, bars guess, but whatever. See, I've created I, so many different vin- uh, things. Like I have my classical stuff. That's for outdoor stuff. Then I have my rock stuff. That's for bars. You know, like I got loud music where I'm like, hey, everybody, are you fucking ready to rock? And that's and, but I really want to do that right. at festivals. And I understand that to do the festival, you got to start at the bar level. 
Yeah. Okay, well, here's another thing I would love to talk to you about. Like, touring, and maybe maybe it's just yeah. because I have the biggest instrument that you could <laughs> ever lug around. But, like, I don't want to go on tour. I don't want to go on tour. I love my house. I love my, like, my, I'm a, like, I just feel like there are two right? types of people. Like, the, the people who want to stay and the people who want to go. And, um, like, obviously, again, not black and white, but I feel like... Right. In the exact same way, it would have to pay so me, much money that, that it wouldn't, I was one who it wouldn't be stay. worth it for you. I'm a water sign, man. It's not how I feel. So much. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and but... Right? Or, like, a bunch of outdoor venues or, like... A bunch, a bunch of, of like, holistic, you know, things where I get to hang out with a tour. lot of really cool people. That, tour. that I'm interested in. Right. Right. And that's the thing. It's possible to do that. And, and you know, people are doing that. Like, for example, leaving records or, like, ambient church or, um, I mean, even, even I'm trying to, like, get, like, an, an outdoor concert series going. Just, I think that people are catching on to the fact that, like, that's yeah, better. like indoors is that's not. I don't think people are listening. You know, right I now. think it's it's very like white noise to them. But if you're outdoor, like, there's this festival in Woodland Hills. Actually, is a com- a summer concert series yeah. where they do concerts every Saturday. And I came to see this. I was riding the bus, and the bus driver tells me he's like, "Hey, I'm drumming yeah. for this guy. You got to come see it, right?" Right, and I. And I Right, and I get over there, and they got like, it's like the, the temptation, not the <laughs> temptations, cool. but a band similar that's been rocking for like sixty years. They still got their same outfits on, um, and and there was like at least a thousand people sitting in the park, like just yeah. focused on the show. And I was like, that's what I want to do. I don't want to do shit else. I don't want to do five people yeah. bars anymore. Fuck that shit. I want a thousand people looking at me. I want five hundred people. I want to be able to connect to yeah. audiences and inspire them and be like, this is what I do. You know, I don't do this shit for, for money. Obviously, sure. if I wanted to do something for money, I would have been a computer scientist, <laughs> you know? Right. Well, yeah, and that's, that's the thing. I wonder, for, for me, I wonder about like whether I'm going to have a desire ever to be like i need to be in front of as many people yeah well mine is to be in front of people that want to see as many people that want to see me if it is a thousand cool if it's 50 that's cool too right right but it's if you're focused and you're like i want to be a part because you know when we were doing recitals in college um the thing i hated about classical music is that you can't really talk very much or you can talk but not in between movements people aren't supposed to clap you know um when they hear something they yeah but i was like what if we combine the atmosphere of kind of like a wild festival with the where i'm actually intimate with you and like i said i've seen that most at festivals where you know people are just able to really connect with the audience so um, now, what's your best experience? Right. Best experience? Hmm. I would say 
pretty recently. Just like that show at the park that I played. I I played with tracks for the first time ever, which I had been opposed to for a long time, but only for like a stupid and not actual reason. Cause I okay, and and that's another thing. So first of all, the tracks that I played to were synth parts that I just had recorded myself. Um, so that's like a little different than like singing to like a whole like full band track, but still like having like basically like yeah. supporting myself from the pa- like from the past in my present and just like holding myself in front of people because I'm not able to answer that question well right now because I'm just like mm-hmm. in terms of performance like. And I mean, because here's the thing, like playing weddings, yeah. every wedding I've ever played has been a delight. Um, and, and that like is a is a constant, but like performance has been such a like up and down process for me in terms of like even liking it at all. And so I'm like, like slowly building, building back the like, okay, well, yeah. I like this about that. And I like this about that. And I think, yeah, like that, that show was a moment of like, I'm literally just doing my thing and it feels really good. And, and I guess, ah, thinking about it now, like just generally this, this whole spells project as, as a performance opportunity than anything I've ever performed before. It's like, all I'm literally doing the spell. Like I'm, I'm making, I'm making the parts of it and and putting it together in real time and so it's not about i'm here performing for you it's like you're watching Damn. me concert right now you know what i'm saying and it, and it feels way different and it yeah it, it it really has like changed the way that i feel about it so like when i'm sitting there with the singing bowl and like you know creating like you know overtones and you know ner- but also just like with how it vibrates in general like i'm not thinking about what other people are thinking like it's literally me yeah that's man i love the way you speak about music because you speak about it in such a unique way you know and that's that's what like i said what really draws me to to um wanting to have you on the show um let's see the other thing the next question i would like to ask you if you had a blank check what type of project would you create where you had infinite time and you had infinite resources? Ooh. Now this could be like a festival or it could be wow. another recording or it could be a foundation. Um, what would you like to do? Wow. Great question, fuck. Well, hmm. I think that I, okay, I really wanted to, like, do some installation work uh, recently, and I I have this idea about creating, like, a whole, a whole land, uh, and there being different, I don't know, just, like, color, color, sensory, just all of these, all of these different things being stimulated in this space i mean it's not it's nothing revolutionary but yeah i would i would just probably make a really beautiful environment 
and play a beautiful completely brand new harp in that environment that's another thing I I really just want to get myself a a brand new harp not that I don't love the one that I have right now the ones that I have right now but it's just it it's a dream to have a completely made for you new uh pedal harp and that's you know yeah yeah even yeah like a custom one would be amazing there's really there's this one by Kamak Harps, it's a French harp company, and it has these, like, mother pearl inlays um, with, like, lotus flowers and just, like... Yeah, I was, good. I was like, I would like to see... Like, you know, I don't know if you knew this, but I used to, to deal picture, in but, yeah, um, it's antique like... instruments. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I did. Right? So I was like, of course so you did. Oh my God. Really you're so I was like, I could definitely look around for you. I mean, that that's great. I just, but yeah, the new ones, the new ones, that's that's the whole thing. Like getting a new one, that would probably go $20,000. Like $20, uh, oh, no, like $120,000. Yeah, yeah, that for that harp. And like, there's like another one that would be pretty cool for like 28,000, um, which is, you know, a little bit. But you never know. See, that's still, the thing when you're like, creating wow, these projects, you know? like you're creating and you're doing the kind of work that you're doing, it's much easier to get um, sponsorships and donations from the company. Yeah. Yeah, especially yeah. with your unique yeah. vision, like in you, no, I mean, the, the things that you're saying, I, I haven't I, even heard before. And I've had a gang of musicians on my, you know, on my um, podcast. And I tend, I'm a pretty eclectic guy myself. But I'm like, say, say that again. I love that. <laughs> yeah, and I I'm think, well, I've gotten a couple of sponsorships myself, <laughs> no, yeah, just, I, you know, I, from I, my YouTube channel and, you know, just being you know, doing the music the way that I want to do it. Cause like I was doing it the way I thought I had to do it before. And I was like, man, this is too hard. I was like, I don't Mm. even understand how to do it Mm -hmm. that way. Yo. Yeah. See, exactly. It's, it's difficult to remember what it was like to be living my musical life any other way than what you just described. But like, you know, people live there for so long, like doing it the way they think they're supposed to, even though it's literally not. Yeah, it's not resident. You're like, I'd rather or do burgers people. at In and Out than than do doing right now. Right. And then, yeah, then I recreated. Yeah, yeah I was like, I yeah. recreated, rebranded, and I was like, ha! I feel more comfortable like this. Yeah, super cool. I. You're, you really are like doing a thing and I I enjoy everything that I see from your social media stuff and you know me also being a person who like has a really fraught relationship with the social media like it it stresses me out so much so I appreciate um being able to look at your page and just like that's all you know what? actually I have a tip for you this is for everybody listening because I had, man, people don't know, I had serious yeah. anxiety when I started doing it. And there was a lot of things that I thought negatively about it. And I hated it. And I'd be like, why doesn't anybody like what I'm doing? Why? 
why this, why that? And yeah, what yeah. I realized, the, the core about it was that I was afraid to be who I was, truly. Because I thought that yeah. that was going to take yeah. away every opportunity that I had. And then in my life, uh, the opportunity man. started to fall away. So I was, yeah, I was teaching at a conservatory. Uh, like I was, um, you know, because I went to Loyola and I graduated from, you know, with the classical guitar degree. So I was teaching and you know doing all these seminars and stuff like that and, and you know a lot of people were yeah. just like i don't like the way you teach and the parents love the way i teach the kids love the way i teach but the teachers did not like the way i teach because it was less formal and i took this approach not because i didn't have the ability to do it but because that was what was resonating with the kids right. the kids were practicing and they were there and they loved what they were doing when i was doing it that way but it was not what they wanted and I was like sure. hmm, now that I don't have these this worry of you know like what if they look at my social media and they find out that I'm really spooky or they find out that you know that I don't <laughs> believe in Jesus or that you know like yeah. I was like oh man I can't let anybody yeah. know any of this shit and and yeah and I was like right. so I lose all these jobs I start putting out hip-hop for fun and I'm thinking, I have to have a character because nobody's going to believe me again. Nobody's going to believe, like, this dude grew up in South Central. He sees some crazy shit. So I'm like, I'm going to create a, a guy. <laughs> I create a character, sure. Kelvin Chaos, because I've seen a lot of chaos. Not only that, yeah. chaos is order, black and white. Everything dark and light comes together. That's mm. what my thing was. So I mm. said, if that, right? So I created a persona mm. like a pro wrestler because I'm really into pro wrestling also. Right? So I said, I'm going to create a character. And the character is going to address you. So I'm not addressing you as Kelvin McKay Hill. Right. And like, that's you, that's you like doing, you put distance to, Exa like, exactly. Yeah. To exactly. Uh, to, to exactly. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm man. going to be. Really this great. is who I really am, but I'm going to act it. So I'm acting that character, and then yep. I said, "What? Okay. There's so many things that I want to do with this character, but I can't do this character yet because my character wasn't as well known. It was like I was starting everything at once. So I'm like, the persona came before the music even came." So people were already into what I was doing before they heard a sound of what the music sounded like. And I was like, damn, okay, right, I right, have to, right. this is what, so I made a hip hop album, like I said, just for fun. And that's what people really resonated. And I was like, oh, if you like that, I'm not even trying, you know? <laughs> like, that, what? Right, but, right, like, like, let me actually lay into myself. Right, and, and I started, so I released off. a yeah. couple of those yep. demos and people were yep. like, where is your band? I want to see you live. And I thought, wow, I didn't think that would work. I didn't think being myself would have been the easiest thing. I thought that that would have been the hardest thing to do. Dude, dang. I mean, seriously, though, like, I hope everyone, I hope everyone listening <laughs> um, realizes that really the only way to succeed is to truly be yourself. Like that's that's or not the only way, but like yeah, like internal time. You're gonna have an easier way of just by being yourself. Yeah, because I'm saying everything that I think now. 
as opposed to before, it was like, I would, the yep. reason why I didn't post or I didn't know what to post was because I'm thinking, well, if I say this, I'm going to offend someone. If I do this, I'm going to offend somebody. If I act this way, and it was all had to do with my blackness, mainly, you know, like if I act this way, then that's yeah. too black for these people. If I act this way, then it's too, you know, obscure for the black people. And I was like, look, man, this, this is me. Yeah, yeah. People that know me, like me, nobody will, you know, like, or they yeah. don't. And the people that don't, I don't fuck with you anyway. So <laughs> I got to the point, right, yeah. where I was like, yeah. oh, I'm going to just do this and give a damn if I actually offend anybody now. And um, I had a discussion with a lot of people. There's a lot of people, you know, in the alt scene, especially that say, you know, like, you know, I don't like black people because they didn't like me when I was a kid and that I talked to white. And right. I, said, I totally feel you. But if the war came, you're going to be on their side. Yeah, like, no, fuck that. Like, you're still, slash, you're exactly. still black, dude. Like, like they're, the police officers are still exactly. going to come so, and like, so I was like, I like, think there's a bridging yeah. formula. I think that some of us are just so upset from what happened in the past, and we're not aware of the type of, you know, uh, brainwashing that has occurred in our community to make us hate each other. So I was like, right, right. Like, right? So I was like, other. I'm going to make myself spooky hip hop. Like, I'm, I'm still like, entrenched in the black community people know me as as the weird black guy not as the guy that wants to be white they're like you're very black but right exactly so i i hope that i come on yeah. that way too because i'm i'm very excited about being black i'm very proud of being exactly black like, i love my area you know, i love there, my people i love where things. i grew up i love the history i love everything about it right i wouldn't change right. it for nothing i never think man i wish i was born white I never did. <laughs> oh, fuck no. God, no. Please, no. No offense. No offense. Like, you know, the, the love of my life is a white man, you know? So I, I have, obviously, like, he, it's not about That's why he's dating you. Really <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I just think. Yeah, it's, um, not, it's not like a disrespect to their that, culture or nothing like that. It's just, I like right, being this. Right. I, if I had the opportunity, if God said, hey, start over the universe. Or me, myself, as God, whatever. If I started over and I said, and I already knew it was going to be tough like this, I'd say I want to be a musician again, a black musician with our history is the best history. There's nothing like the type of pride to me. And it's yeah. something everyone can recognize. Everyone yeah. globally recognizes that we are the yeah. most influential, regardless of where they want to acknowledge it financially or in the mainstream. You go to Germany, everybody's bowing down to you. You know, you you go to the hood, people bow down to you. Yeah. Like, when you own it, when you really are the most talented, the most skillful, and you don't let anything affect you, like, people will respect you. They will turn up and they will say, damn, this guy knows what he's doing. This guy has it together. And that's how I've been able to really um, affect the community is that I feel like I'm bridging the community of the alts with the, you know, like more mainstream. Like when they see me, they're not afraid of me. If I had tattoos all over my face, I look just like a rapper. Right. They're like, hey, are you into that satanic shit? I'm like, not exactly, but no, I'm not into Jesus. Nobody, yeah, no one really <laughs> exactly. gets upset with like, I don't really have beef with a lot of black people like that. Like I have beef for other reasons, but the same reason I would have beef with anybody is if I, you get on my nerves. It, but but I don't have nobody sure. sees sure. me and thinks that guy's gonna be a problem. You know, 
Right. No, yeah, I I definitely hear that. And I and, and I was like, and part of that was yeah. that you know, a, like I said, us we have to really kind of reach out in a way as well to really uplift and say, hey, you guys should be doing this too. You know, like right, like spread the spread the word. Yeah, spread like they're not gonna like it at first. Like I was thinking, you know, like when Prince came out, you know, they'd be like, you long haired faggot and all kinds of shit like that. And when this guy died, you know, right, everybody's right, right. like, he was the most amazing. He was innovative, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, hey, look, that, if they're going to talk about him, they're going to yeah. talk about me. That's fine. I'm going to own it. I'm going to take it on yeah. the chin. I got yeah. jokes. I, <laughs> you know, I grew up in the hood. I can roast. Yeah. Right? I was like, come at me. I love that. You're not going to get what you think you're going to get. Sure. Yeah, I I feel like I am like harnessing that because you know I I technically grew up in in the hood in terms yeah. of like where I lived like but I went to Brentwood so I I was like very much in a, right like not well I went to Fairfax scene. High uh, and and. Right. We'll see. Fairfax, dude. My sister works there. She um, yeah. And I, uh, I was I was in the plays. I did um, lighthouse outreach meetings for concerned black males, and I currently have a residency for Melrose Trading Post. Who's your oh, sister? So Do you know my sister? No, I would Johanna love to meet her. <laughs> yeah, she's she's great. She's the intro. Then I've met her for of, sure. Um, I just Greenway right now. Yeah, she's like she. I mean, she looks like me, but she's like shorter and has. Yeah, I've definitely seen her because I do. I used to come to the poetry lounge. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. So you went to Fairfax, so it's like I don't know. It seems like that school still though has like it's it's a public school, so it's like it has like the the like back and it teaches you back and forth in a way that I feel like at Brentwood, I just like I I was so like. Mm, yeah closed up because i felt oh, like i had yeah, to yeah. wash yeah myself, I would... you know yeah like i like i was wearing weaves because oh, like i thought that i knew yeah i was like the president of the art club i was yeah. a really weird kid yeah oh <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> That's but great. everyone knew me that. see like we had like what's his face omarion went to our high school and kid ink is actually like a good friend of right mine. <laughs> And uh, yeah, yeah, and like That's yeah, so, so I was like popular for being weird. Like people just knew I was weird. <laughs> They're like, "Oh, you're that weird dude." I and that right, right, right. I feel I feel the same. I think that that's yeah. and that's like a cool place to be. Yeah, and that that's what I was saying. Like I, I mean, I got beat up just like everybody else. Like I had you know my trials and tribulations or whatever. But for the most part, it was because I refused to give in. I was always like, this is who I am. It's never going to change. And after a while, people just gave up trying to fight me. They were like, oh, this is you. Right. Faking it. Correct. You don't even want to be white. You don't want to be anything but yourself. Yes. Right. Yes. (laughs) You're just a witch. (laughs) Like, that's. That's what I hope people take away. Like you're not no no. I I take that back because I am very proud of the the like black heritage, especially as a Haitian slash Belizean person. Uh the heritage of being a black witch is a real thing. But still, like I'm black, but you're like witch 
orange vibes <laughs> over black vibes, <laughs> but what? <laughs> oh dear <laughs> don't at me all right so moving on next question uh man this is so fun i'm so glad you came on the show i know i'm well okay here's another thing though i wonder if we can continue yeah. this later because i am about to go into this thrift store uh, to actually look for uh, some that's stuff awesome. for a shoot um, this weekend. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. Um, but like, when when can I talk to you again? Slash, I definitely want to see you. Yes, we need yes, to hang out absolutely. very soon. Um, let's see. Yeah, and probably in the next week or two. Next week is crazy because I'm in a I'm in a play. I'm in a theatrical play. Yeah, I'm gonna be in this that's play so cool. called Glass Ceilings. So you can imagine what that's about. Um, eight stories of women who have been barred right. from, you know, doing what they what they love to do. And I'm playing guitar. And, yeah. And I'm yeah. <laughs> so in that's the pit great. orchestra. That's the kind of art shit I want to do. I'm like, yeah. She's like, do you want to be in a theater show? Hell yeah. Nine shows. Fuck. You know, like 18 songs, 18, Dude, 80 pages of so music. Good, I'm though. like, fuck yeah. <laughs> That's like a deep musician cut, though, dude. I I so respect people who play for like shows. Um, it's and especially because like you only have control yeah. of your part at that point. But and anyways, yeah. So wait, okay. Yeah, so can yeah, I? Yeah, can we talk later yeah. today? Okay, beautiful. I'm so happy that we started this up. Oh my gosh! All right. Okay, I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Talk soon. Bye hello hey thank you so much for dealing with me antics oh, oh no problem I, I was so excited to finish this so i was like um this is like one of my favorite episodes so i've been doing a lot of uh yeah i've been doing a lot of interviews so for you guys that don't know actually this episode was taking place last week and then we got sidetracked and, you know, everything that's been going on with the Rona and all that. <laughs> and so we are picking it <laughs> the back Rona up. Indeed. <laughs> the Rona indeed. The Rona indeed. So we had to pick it back up. And we're, um, yeah, so we're going to pick it up back up from where we were. And um, I, was, I was telling a bunch of people this week, I said, you know what, I'm going to start referring to my songs as spells now. Oh my god, I love that. Because because of you, yeah, I was like, hmm. Aww. Especially because I'm very intentional with the music that I write, and I used to think that it was a nerdy thing. Right. But all the music that I like is very intentional. Yeah, and exactly. I think I think it's it is nerdy. Yeah. But like that's cool. <laughs> yeah, like it should be. Yeah, especially if you're like, I have a very important message. I was like, if I was out here trying to play popularity contest, I wouldn't play classical guitar. Obviously, right. I did this for a reason. So, right, right. So, um, yeah, I don't know if we got to talk about this uh, before, but I wanted to talk to you about. Um, we talked about your experiences as a teacher. I wanted to get to um, what you would do with with an unlimited amount of money. Did we do that one yet? I think we we got into it. Wait, hold on one second. Can, yeah, for I sure. Just, yeah, I just. 
charging my phone. We're back. So, so you're saying, right, right, right. I remember talking about wanting a magnificent harp. I know that that was something that I said, but I also, I also think that I talked about wanting to do an installation, like make some sort of natural realm where then I could interact with that natural realm and in a sonic way and in that's a visual right way. yeah you wanted like a you wanted some type of maybe like a festival or some type of gathering right like like an arboretum show yeah <laughs> you know? um, yeah and i think but that that's that's such a good question i should have thought about that in the time between i mean because it really of course, like, there's humanitarian things that I would want to do. Like, uh, one thing maybe would you be... You can always guess. incorporate humanitarian. You just turn it into a gala. So right. I, I, that, that part is not necessarily... What I mean is artistically. So, of course, it would get, be able to give back, even if the artistic venture was to make a space for, you know, young instrumentalists to be able to play an instrument such as the harp, you know, because you're very lucky... And that you were able to play a harp, mostly um, from a financial aspect, right? Yeah, yeah. It it really um, fell into my lap in a in a way, and like I I just happened to be in a space where there were pedal harps that I just had access to in college. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And that is really why I was even able to get into it in this way. But like, I do remember when I was little telling my mom that I wanted to take harp and there was like a little laugh, you know, and that was like probably around fourth grade. So, <laughs> and I mean, you know, they- uh, Now look at me now, um. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see, and that's exactly, and that's the thing, they, they talk about that too, but also like they, they kept us in piano lessons and me specifically, everyone else like find a, found a way to like get out of it. Everyone else as in my siblings. Um, but I, <laughs> but I, uh, I was, I stayed in there and then I liked it. Like I was happy that I stayed. Uh, but anyways, yes, very lucky to have a harp in my life in this way. And that's why I love sharing it with other people, especially people who look like me. Right. And it could be like, what if it was like a little compound, right? Like a weekend right. getaway where you bring Ooh, no, totally. okay. your, uh, your whole family. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then everybody and gets yoga in the it. morning and stuff. Yep, yep. And then like a little a class in the daytime, a little art, a little a little breathing, meditation, eating holistic food. Okay. Go check out the beat. Actually concert in the evening. Totally that. And you just sprung you sprung the door wide open for what I really would want to do with a bunch of money. I would want there it is <laughs> thank you I would br I would buy a magnificent property in some you know forest somewhere and hold not even retreats but yeah like seminars and like there would be uh financial aid for it like that kind of thing
Beautiful. So what, what if you're only even taking, you know, people who can't afford it? Or my, my goal has always been, so I watch this, I watch a lot of foreign shows just because I'm like that. I'm a hipster. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, was, I was watching this show called The Elite and they basically, they have like half rich kids and half poor kids that go to the school. Right. And the rich kids basically fund the poor kids to go. Right because they're smart right so it's like the kids the rich kids are smart because they've had a great um education for their whole lives and then the poor kids are just smart out of you know out of disregard for what their place in life should be totally sure right and and so they interact i really like yeah yeah that's how I saw it. I, I was, you know, when anyone asked me, like, why are you, what, you know, why, you know, because of the area I come from, they're like, how'd that happen? I was like, sheer determination and will. Right. And, is what and, is. and like sticking, yeah, sticking to your guns. Exactly. Because I'm sure there were so many moments where people were questioning you and it like hurt. Right. Yeah. You're like, I should just sell drugs. <laughs> I <was> playing guitar. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, um, but yeah, that would be a really dope idea if you just like, you know, put together because that's the other thing is that I'm always wanting to hold spaces with people who don't have the space. And then I think, but that is not the real world, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And the real world is that you have to deal with everyone. Yeah. And the more, the more um, experience you have dealing with everybody, the more likely you are to be successful as opposed to, I'm just going to deal with people of color. Yeah. And I've tried that. Yeah. And and it doesn't work because there's just too many, you know, it's not Wakanda. If I lived in Wakanda, it'd be different. Dude. <laughs> Unfortunately. Right? Akon City. <laughs> right? I have, a, I have a really funny theory I've been sharing with people. I'm going to give you the cliff notes. I think that Akon is the one behind the coronavirus because the rest of the world is suffering, but not Africa financially. Right. I mean, you're talking about in terms of coronavirus? I think he invented it and disseminated it across the world to put Africa in a better position to usurp the dollar. Oh, my God. I mean, shit, dude. All I know is I'm happy that it is the way that it is. And I I feel like for me in particular, I have to be really careful, even in just like conversation, like talking about it in any sort of like conspiracy theory ways because I'm just yeah, and I obviously teasing, I know I'm... that you're kidding but I'm saying like for, for myself because that yeah like I'm I'm a really emotional person and if like if the water begins I get left there you know what I mean like I oh. stay in it and and I'll be swimming for days so <laughs> I like try to, I'm the same way yeah. And I use satire to mask this about myself. <laughs> right, right, and and I totally get it, and I, it's it's great to behold, honestly. Like I, I love, I love <laughs> it's, it's great. Um, and I'm, I'm trying to yeah, like, some cope. people get it. I was like, I'm actually crying on the inside. <laughs> this is how I cope. Right, and I think the ways that I've coped, even though like it's not coping, is like instead of crying on the inside, I just isolate and then cry. And cry <laughs> and cry. That's helpful too. Yeah, that's helpful in a, in a way. But I also think 
you know, especially like as a musician, like we hold so much power of influence and the way that we think is so abstract. It just has to be because, you know, every part about our life is abstract. Totally. So when when people see us, they're often looking for like, how do we get through this? You know, and I'm like, I don't fucking know. We're all going to die. Right. Like, (laughs) like, like, don't look to me, even though, yeah, I will say I do feel still very like positive and like I think because I've been thinking about this a lot like the in terms of like needing to stay grounded I'm I'm really really doing that work like every five minutes you know what I mean every five minutes because then somebody's gonna hit me right right so like I have a whole group of people hit me yesterday and they're like what are we gonna do I was like there isn't anything we can do right right now I'm 100% sure everything's gonna you know work itself out yes so what we have to do is just be thankful that we're not dead and just keep you know focus on stuff that is not that right I think the the key word there is focus because when you're not focusing just all of the like facts or like you know shades of facts because that's that's another anxiety inducing aspect of this whole thing like it feels like now more than ever there's just not fact right like there's yeah and 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 right and then like the things that the things that people are saying as facts keep getting attacked and and being said to be you know what i mean like there's just no rubric yeah that's the scariest part because they're like what if this was like a deadly flesh eating right right we'll see and then okay going going to that oh my god i'm so glad that we're talking about this because you i you actually came to mind when i was talking about this with my family uh the other day like i was like i think we all have to remember also like this is not the zombie apocalypse like we're this 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 virus is not a thing where we're like turning into vampires or like you know any sort of thing where like you're i mean i get that it's intense but it's not like it's altering who like the composition of human life you know what i mean yeah so so like it's yeah like, it's not the worst right i don't i don't know dude but also yeah i i'm just um trying to remain grounded and also i just got like a bunch of different like immunity th- like i have like mushroom immunity elderberry like i'm about to make a tincture like all you know what i mean like yo and that stuff is really important yeah. because now you can say like it's my time to shine exactly like, all the things that you've been doing totally and people are like I don't know how to combat this cold. And you're like, well. Right. <laughs> Let me get my book out. Like, <laughs> no, but. Exactly. You know, and I, it's totally real. I was just talking about this with Kayla. Like, um, our, for, for those listening, Kayla, Kayla Bramble is a delightful, a beautiful singer and also just a beautiful, like, herbalist. And we were just. Person. And person. Like, and, have and like, gorgeous ahead. to behold. Just all of the things. Love her. Um, she should be on this podcast. Uh <laughs> I was going to say that. Yeah, I was like, I should hit her up. Definitely. She's next. But no, yeah, uh, just the idea that it's like this time period is actually kind of cool in some ways because when you when you have to pause on your job and you have to pro- pause on all the things that it's just like the frills of your life, who actually are you and what are you made of? Like, what do you do? You know what I mean? And like, 
I know what the fuck I do. Yeah. I've in this time period, I've been making music and like relating. Yeah, yeah. Music. I was like, yes. Like that's what I mean. it was unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. So many things got canceled, and I was like, hey, who wants to do a podcast? Right, right. It's just, and I mean, yeah. Like, of course, it sucks to have like thousands of dollars of gigs like just canceled, but like whatever. Yeah. Uh, we're we're gonna make. Gigs. Yeah, but I was like, I mean, there's nothing I can, that happens pretty. You know, I was like, this happens pretty frequently. You know, where as a musician. Sure. It's like your shit gets canceled all the time. So sure. you're kind of always thinking, how do I figure this shit out? That's interesting. I mean, yeah, like, you know, the, like, the uncertainty of being an, uh, an artist, I suppose. Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah. I mean, because we experience a different uncertainty, like regularly right. that, you know, people with nine to fives don't understand. So in a lot of ways, we're kind of already equipped for this. Right, exactly. Like we, dude, you're so right. Exactly. We have We have a relationship to uncertainty that, some some other people don't yeah that's so true uh and, and yeah, at the and same time like, you know those people like that's that's not a bad person to buddy up to right now someone who has like you know salary and like uh that kind of exactly <laughs> hey sir <laughs> remember me <laughs> i'll play you a couple of tunes right <laughs> i could offer you some emotional support Yo. for in exchange for food <laughs> No, but I, that's, that's the other thing. It's like, this time is about relating to who you are, relating to the earth, and then also remembering that it's like, this is the earth. We're all connected. We are connected to it. We're connected to each other. What does this mean for how we need to treat each other? We need to be kind. We need to be present and ready to, to help each other. And I think I've already seen good examples of that in the grocery store, even though like I keep seeing horror stories of people going to the grocery store and like getting into fights. Like that's, that sounds insane, but. But yeah, for every one store, but I hear those, you know, that's like Yelp reviews, you know, like the people that are leaving Yelp reviews are, are the ones that are experiencing the most negative stuff, but you don't hear when people are doing good things and there's like a ton of good stuff that's going on right now. Totally. My mom works at an elderly folks home. They haven't shut down. They're still Aww. like feeding people. If you come in, they'll help you out. Yeah. That's, I, mean, I go over there. I go play some music. Say, hey, we're guys, relax. Yeah. Like, Wait, that's really nice. Yeah, exactly. Like this is, it's, people are pitching in and the, we don't hear about the nice stuff at least on the news but that's another thing like i like i told you i'm avoiding instagram like i i had like a moment this morning where i was like ah! and i was like spiraling on instagram and like posting stories and just like doing all these things and i was like wait, wait 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 let's actually just stop all of this right now disconnect from that and sometimes it feels good to be on instagram to connect and and see what's happening in the general consciousness without having to access the news you know what I mean? But, yeah. But other yeah. than that, it's like I don't personally need to be on it much right now. Um, no. Yeah. yeah, that's actually yeah. I changed my thing is like all of mine are Corona jokes. <laughs> so like, if you're gonna look at my page, you're not gonna see anything to make you panic. You're gonna see something that's gonna make you laugh. Right. Right. And I'm still telling stories to make people laugh. Like everything mm-hmm. for me is like offering some type of comfort because I'm like, look, there's everybody's going to be freaking out right now. Oh, that's beautiful. 100%. You're a giver. Yeah, 100%. Thank you. That was like, that's my superpower. Mm-hmm. I can entertain people. I entertain kids and adults for a living. So instead of me focusing on, you know, using my platform to 
create more you know anxiety i'm like i'm gonna use my platform to create some calm some rest yes. and you, you know even when some people are telling you you need to calm down you're like if i could fucking calm down then i wouldn't be scrolling right like day. i'm scrolling manically over here <laughs> yeah right so i'm like i'm just gonna do it you know i'm not gonna tell people relax yeah. calm your brain yeah. i'm just going to distract you and if you get distracted fantastic if you end up scrolling the rest of the day that's fine too yeah because we're all kind of doing that right now yeah. but I'm using mine. I'm like, hey, if you guys are creators, uh, drop your cash apps and stuff like that. If you guys have some money and you want to support these creators, like tag them, um, you know, go support them. Um, doing doing all kinds of stuff like that. Being a bridge. No, I totally, I hear that and I appreciate it. I do. And you're doing your thing. And I actually, this morning, I was like, just even for myself, like as a documentation thing, like I want to make a video. I keep having this idea of like a, like a dream river. I feel like I need to access this dream river at, in sound tonight. So I'm going to do that and maybe yeah. make a video of it and post it because it will, it's, it, the intent will be to calm and, and to, like to explore like the nitty gritty of, of any panicked feelings I am having and then lead myself into calm. That's what it will be. <sighs> yeah. And you're going to take some folks with you because yeah. I'm sure, I mean, that's what I've learned about, you know, when, when we're really hard on ourselves, especially as musicians, we're like so hard on ourselves. Got to get this part right. Got to get this part yeah. right. Um, I started thinking about like the, the more accurate people can hear what my stream of consciousness is, um, the more likely than I can relay this message. Yeah. And my um, message is, this is beautiful. This is going to relax you because it relaxed me. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or I would like to write you something that is relaxing to you. Yep. And and it that giving people that it makes me calm for a second. You yeah. Know, until I until I lose it again. <laughs> sure. I mean, I yeah. It's I don't know. I I kind of feel selfish in some ways, but I think everyone does does it for different reasons. It makes me happy when it heals other people for sure. That's not selfish. But I definitely, I think that's no, it. no, but I definitely do do it for myself more so. <laughs> like, like, it's oh, not about, yeah, like, I mean, oh, it, like, this is for y'all. Like, I'm going to dedicate this song to myself, <laughs> which I don't know if that's bad or not. <laughs> no, that's, that's perfect, too. Yeah. I just mean in this time, I was like, 95%? Actually, that's so funny that you said that. <laughs> because um, I told a lady, she asked me, why do you charge so much one day? <laughs> And I said, because I don't like playing your music. Like, if I can be really oh. honest with you, it's not because I don't like it. I just don't want to play your music. Dude. It's like if somebody, if I was a speech writer and I had, and I thought my speeches were better than yours, but I had to write the way you wanted me to, I would hate that. Yeah. Well, and it makes so sense to charge more for that. Like, yeah, exactly. Um, right, because I don't want to do it. Not because I don't want to help you make your dream come true, but my dream is first. I think right. my dream is better than everyone. I mean, and as not you, because as it you is. Should, as you should, though. It's, it means yeah, exactly. But because it, you, you know, have to. We we can all see that in each other. Um, exactly. But yeah, I, I'm. So. Wait, we're. Oh, I don't know if I can say this on here, but I want. I just yes. want to know. You live, you live like close to me, right? Like we both live in the View Park area. 
No, I live in North Hollywood. Oh, right. You're Valley Side. Okay. I feel like... I, <laughs> I live at that house. That, you know, Remember that house that I went to see you and um, Alex play with Shapriz? Oh, my God. Yes, you live in it now? No, no, no. I wish. I live, like, right down the street from it. Oh, though. word. No, yeah. I, I do remember that. I was I was just telling Kayla about that. We were talking about that. But, yeah, I I loved that night. That was a very nice moment. Also, Chaprice, what a gem. <laughs> she's coming on the show on Monday. God, great. She, she's just so beautiful and such a talent. You guys, I really wish I could have been at that Desert Nights thing. It's just always right. It's It was on a Wednesday, right? Yeah, 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 it's just the day that I teach really late. And I, I just like, oh, but yeah, God, either way, I was like, wow, this is fucking bomb. And V, like, yeah, just a, a powerhouse uh, trio. Right, when she put the thing together, she definitely said she wanted you in it. And she was like, oh, we can't get her to New York with the harp. And I was like, yeah, she doesn't even like travel. Like, no. she doesn't even want I mean, to go that's anywhere. That's the thing. Like, I, I really, I, I don't want people to think that I don't want to play with them if it's somewhere far but it just has to be really good and cool like it can't it can't be anything other than what likely we're staying with the lady you know what I mean like like it has to be exactly what I want to do or else I just won't not even she does a bunch yeah right and Shapriz does a bunch of cool she's the type of person like I can't even explain her. She's just ethereal. That's like the best word. I've been trying to get her to adopt the do rag, like a fashionable do rag, oh as her. As I mean, she looked great. <laughs> Have you been seeing her yeah. post? She always posts these like extravagant do rags. Yes. yes, I I love it. No, yeah, like, she um she's really great, and I love the way that she writes. It's beautiful how it just comes right out, and and I really enjoyed writing uh, this song on harp with her and. I hope to. Well, you guys wrote together a long oh, time ago. Right? Isn't it like water? It's like a faucet of never ending creativity when she just like turns it on. You're like, what it's the amazing. fuck? Like, can it's I just amazing. get this? Can... Yeah. I was like, can you barf on me? <laughs> <laughs> Please pee on me. Like, <laughs> oh my God. I know, right? <laughs> All right. Oh, so I'm going to tell you something. I was like, I'm going to tell you something that she does. That, uh, I don't even know if she wants anyone to know this, but I'm going to say this. <laughs> she has a project. She has like at least one rock song recorded. And I was like, you have got to let the Fresh Prince of Darkness play guitar. Oh my God. I mean, just just for the fact that then it would say featuring the Fresh Prince of Darkness, hell yeah. Right. (laughs) No, but I mean, I think when I think about her, I think about soul and I think about grunge, which is Yo, because she's from right. Man, so a lot of you guys don't ever get to see us work together, but it's so funny because our, you know how like when you're around her, it's like R and B, R and B. Sure, she's like you know the the, the gospel queen. Yeah. Then when I come around, I'll play like her favorite her favorite grunge band is Stone Temple Pilots. Right. So I'll play you know any grunge song or any album off of off of uh, any song off of that album, <laughs> and she's turns into like chris cornell of course i mean yeah but with the but retaining the r&b yep. chops and i'm like man if you did a project like this the world would explode well i mean i i suppose that that's what she'll continue to do like it, it's just a whole web of creativity that she's weaved and continues to weave <laughs> right wonderful all right so coming up on the last question mm-hmm. 
Um, you have done many things and you have been in, you had your hand in so many different things. Um, there's a person that is coming after you. And I mean, like, proverbially, mm. there is a young girl, a young black girl that wants to be a harpist mm -hmm. and to make their living, you know, doing music. Yep. What is the advice that you have to them? Hmm. Ooh, that's beautiful. Um, I think that the advice it would be to invest in finding lessons, um, at least for a time, so that there's a good foundation. And I'm not that that's just for anybody starting harp. You know what I mean? As as a woman as a woman of color, I think yeah, it's important that you that you know your stuff and you uh, are better than everyone because you're always going to be judged on that. And like obviously, we're all bettering ourselves in different ways, have different things we're focusing on. But just the idea that like harp has to be about rigor because it's so hard. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and then also that you can play whatever the fuck you want and however the fuck you want. That's really what that's the most important part. Um, I tell everybody the story of you when they say, I don't know any black people that play classical music. I say, well, I have a friend that played a Fetty Wap cover on harp <laughs> and it's way better than the original. <laughs> Dude, I miss that. And you should go listen to her music right now. I love that. I That makes me want to play that again. Maybe I should revisit that. <laughs> even though, like, weirdly Fetty Wap. Fetty Wap, what even happened? He wasn't trying to be in the game anyway. Uh, he, he he heard that song. He was like, hey, man, I'm trying to do some philanthropy. I think he was always more into the philanthropic part of music and giving back and stuff because i'm pretty sure that that's what he does now i don't think he's really into music that much that's kind of great <laughs> yeah yeah right like two chains he's the same way like a lot of guys are out here like you know doing cool stuff like and you just don't hear about it because they're rappers you know like oh you know bitches money blah 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 right but a lot of dudes are out here you know doing foundations and they don't get any credit for it but I keep up on stuff like that because I'm like a black people doing things in general connoisseur. Yes, of course. It, <laughs> it is one of your so I'm like, talents. <laughs> be, yeah, because I think, you know, as a person, like I used to get compared to a lot of black people a lot, you know, and they was like, you're like a good one. And I'd be like, bro, um, I've never donated to anything, first of all. Yeah. <laughs> And I know these dudes that appear to be, you know, like thug dudes or whatever that are out here, like donating to the, you know, um, their kids little league stuff that, you know, go support. There's a lot of people in the community that really do great things that, you know, other things are overshadowing it. Like people who don't do good things or lots of violence and stuff like right. that does overshadow the people that do a great job. And I, I hate the term, like, what about black on black crime? Oh my God. You know, that is, that stuff. makes my blood boil. Like, I, even just now, I was triggered. Like... Yeah, I heard. You were like, what the fuck about <laughs> Right? And I always hated the term, you know, or like, you're like one of the good ones. All that shit would fuck me up. Because like, you know, my cousin did, he was a two-time felon and did a lot of time mm. in prison. 
on both my mom and my dad's side. And I always thought this guy was one of the smartest dudes I knew because I couldn't beat him in any game. <laughs> oh, right? Like, couldn't beat him in chess. Yeah, couldn't beat him in chess, couldn't beat him in Call of Duty, couldn't beat him in a fighting game. <laughs> and I was like, so you're not stupid. If you can beat people in games of logic, right. you are a very smart guy. Yeah. No, it's but totally. me, you know, be this, yeah, being the skinny, eloquent dude with the glasses on and the light skin, they're like, oh, well, you must be very smart. I was not very smart as a child. Like, not not, not in the way that people thought I was. But it was because... Did you have I, glasses? Yeah. Because, exactly, right? I had glasses <laughs> and I spoke like this. So everyone, I was yeah. duping everyone. Everyone thought I was like a straight-A student. Not true. That's interesting. I, um, I was in the science... Yeah, I was in the side. I did everything I wanted to do. Like, I read the books I wanted to read. I read books on, like, magic and EST, but I was not into math. I hated math. I was good at history, but I always thought it was a lie. <laughs> you know? I, That's hilarious. I'm not the kid that, yeah, people were like, oh, you're, like, one of those really smart-ass dudes. I was like, nah, school is just really easy. <laughs> school is dumb. Uh, like, really? I mean, it depends. It depends on how you look at it. I also went to like a really weird prep school, so I don't know if school is like super. Exactly, I did not. I went to I went to LAUSD, yeah. and that that's not like you know not hating on my teachers. If my teachers are listening to this, your classes were great, but it wasn't right. that. It was that because there were so many kids in the class, they had to slow the class right. down. Whereas when you get to college, right, there's like ten kids in the right. class. So everything feels like accelerated. But if there's 30 kids in the class, you know, and they say read 10 pages because that's all you can muster or some right. shit, then, you know, I read the 10 pages on right. the bus because I took a, t you know, so so I did theater and all. I did a bunch of things, but we didn't have music. So when I first discovered guitar, it was the first time that I was actually emotionally invested in something that was difficult for right. me to and I've always thought I really want other kids to have the opportunity to do that. I want other people like, you know, there was a bunch of kids that grew up in the same neighborhood as me that play football because they felt like they had to. They were big. You know, they were strong looking dudes. They might have wanted to dance, but you couldn't do that when we were kids. Right. So, right. So I'm like, what if I gave people the opportunity to just be themselves? Big, you know, big buff dude playing right. violin. You know, or the flute yeah, or something that. like that. that. And shredding or being a, you know, classically trained artist or yeah. any of those things. Those are the people that I saw growing up. That That's what everyone looked like to me. Everyone looked like thespians and artists because I grew up in a black neighborhood and I went to a black school. So I didn't understand like dumb racism. Mm. And it didn't make sense to me because everyone was black, you know, so it was only like poor yeah, it was like poor, dumb. Those are the things I understood. Interesting. I didn't. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, it's uh, it's just crazy, multi-layered. But I was gonna say, like, I didn't expect this to be your history upon first meeting you. But right. That, but it it just teaches uh, yeah, you a lesson that you literally just cannot assume. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people, like I said, like man, so many people would ask me, like, what private school did you go to, or. Um, I was at a I was at a a comedy show once with Tony Rock, Chris Rock's brother, uh. and he and he turns and he's like, I gotta roast this dude. What part of town are you from? And I'm like, South Central. He goes, South Central, Beverly Hills. Uh, and I was like, No. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
why does everybody want me to be from somewhere else? Don't you think I would like not to want to have seen the shit that I saw as a kid or experience? Like, I can't get rid of this shit. Like, this is who I yeah, am. Sure. But but I don't think that people that are from there should be just categorized as that. Exactly. I feel like there's so many of us that are not that yeah. way. And that is such a stigma. Like, if you're from that area, you got to be dumb. You got to be poor. Richard Sherman is from there, too. The the football player, he's from South Central, right. too. And he, and he was the... Hi, he had 4.0 straight A's, went to Stanford, played football, Super Bowl champion, nice. donates to the kids, does things for people, doesn't do drugs, doesn't get in trouble. And he does one interview and he says, that's why some sorry receiver shouldn't be talking to me disrespectfully. Yeah. And everybody goes, is this thug? And I was like, that's just how we talk out sure, there. Sure, yeah. Like, exactly. Exactly. You know, it's like you're passionate. You you had to you had to have passion to do what you did when people told you you mm, couldn't. Totally. And there was a lot, you know, things trying to prevent you from doing it. You know, whether it be the environment or people telling you there's no money or okay, whatever. Okay. Like you have to fight, fight to to do what it is that you think is right. And then for people to strip all that away from you and say, "Oh, that didn't happen," you're like, "Nigga, I wish it didn't." Mm. Yeah. <laughs> If I lived the life you made up for me, I would be rich because I'm very smart. <laughs> but it's like when you, when you came from somewhere else, you know, it's like there's a lot of things you have to like retrain, reprogram, right. relearn. And you don't hear any of that. You know, you don't hear the type of the things that we go through trying to like really, really reprogram from the neighborhood that you came from. Mm. And it's not even something like I like to focus on or talk about. I like people to experience me as me, not necessarily like I'm from this area and you can too be like me if you come from this area. It's not that, right. you know. So thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I went on a whole tangent about no, me again. No, <laughs> it's fine. I, it's really interesting to hear and like just reflect on these ideas. I and I feel like I can relate to some of what you're talking about and like also not some of what you're talking about. It's really interesting. But yeah. yeah, it's a, well I that's funny. I feel like I relate to both sides of your story exactly. like I've always had to be in, you know, like white spaces, right. or, you know, more gentrified spaces right. as well. So, you know, some people call that code switching and right. I'll say I'm not switching a code because I'm the same exactly, way exactly the exactly there it is yes yes I was like so you know because black people say to me that's very white of you and white people say that's very black of you and I'm like it's very Kelvin right. to be both totally because <laughs> that because I grew up during that time it would only make sense like our playlists we grew up in a time where music was just getting on to um, electronic devices so we could carry different genres with us all right. the time as opposed to one CD or two CDs. So it makes sense that our music sounds very different. Right. Right. right? Just mathematically. So, mm. man, you're so fun to talk you to. I, I always learn so much more about my talking yeah, to Yeah, I, I really... I really agree, and I hope that I get to see you sometime soon. Although you live in North Hollywood, dude, my favorite, my favorite, um, my favorite witch store is in North Hollywood, the Green Man. The Green Man, yeah, that's right. Bye, yeah, bye. I, so I'll hit you up the next time I'm there. I, I probably go like 
once every other month. And I'm actually about to start piano lessons back up over there. So, yeah. Really? Yeah. Where at? With who? Um, his name is Gavin. He is an amazing Galvin Gavin Gamboa. He's an amazing piano teacher. He's an amazing pianist. Like, oh my goodness, what a cool guy. Um, and I feel like you guys know a lot of the same people. Okay, I was like, I probably need to hang out with him because I need to get my piano skills up as well. When you yeah. become a producer, you realize how useful piano is. You're like, fuck, I shouldn't even played guitar. I should have just only played piano. Yeah, yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. I, I'm i going to conquer guitar. I'm going to do it, I swear. <laughs> I said I'm going to do it, I swear. I'm just thinking look- about guitar and how I haven't touched my guitar in a long time. Um. I would totally be dead. So, do you know, there's another person that we know mutually. Um, what's her face? Yeah. Audrey? Yeah, so I had a huge crush on Audrey when I met her. <laughs> and then she ghosted me, and um, that was sad. I mean, <laughs> but, <laughs> she probably just, like, was already in yeah. a relationship. <laughs> uh, Either way, Maybe. that's interesting. I'll talk, I was like, I'll talk to you off yeah. the podcast. But... <laughs> But she was doing a harp. She was doing harp lessons with you, and then I was get. I gave her a guitar yeah. lesson in the same day, and I thought I've never seen Nyla play guitar. If you played guitar mm-hmm. though, because guitar is way easier than harp. I really don't think it is. Well, I'll say maybe uh, maybe technique wise, it's easier to get down. But I feel like the the way that it's. Like thinking about the shapes of chords in such a non-linear way is just super hard for me. Uh, you know why? Because you don't know guitar theory. Right, exactly. That's why. Exactly. Let me give you a lesson. Well, guitar theory, yeah, because the theory of guitar is separate from every other Deep, instrument, yeah. like even bass and mm, piano. Mm. If you look at it like the shapes of the guitar, there's only five. Mm-hmm. If you learn the five and everything inside the five, then you pretty much know how to play guitar proficiently. Right. And, you know, my boyfriend being a great guitarist, he's showed me like the little patterns and stuff and all of the shapes and whatnot. And he's like, yeah, if you just like do this, this, and this. And I'm just like, ah. <laughs> like I can't. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 You got to show in context. Yeah. Like, that's another thing. Take a song you really, really yeah, like. Yeah, totally. And then you got to find a player. Like, look up. Have you ever heard of Melanie oh, Faye? Oh, yes. I follow her. Yeah. Like, so she is, like, the only person I really want to sound like right now. I mean, yeah. she's. And I look at everything. Right? If you look at everything she does, it's under a shape. Yeah. Yeah. Meaning she's not moving around a lot. Like if you watch, you know, like some fusion guys play, or maybe even your boyfriend, you'll see he's like all over sure. the neck. And if you look at her, she's like in a particular spot. She does a lot of stuff there. Then she moves. Then she does things. Then she moves. Then she does things. I see. That's cool. It's one so, way to do it. Yeah. So. Yeah. So that's the R and B way. And this guy, Carrie Too Smooth, who does a bunch of free lessons on YouTube. I used to be one of his students. Um, and that's how I picked up the, the the neo soul guitar stuff, because none of those guys usually know mm. music theory. 
Melanie does, went to school, but Carrie does not, as far as I know. He knows the Nashville number system, but he doesn't know like dominant seven, I mean like flat nine, you know, sharp two, stuff like that. He's not right. really into that. <clears throat> so he, so everything is visual for him. And he'll show you now, you, com you combine this shape with this shape, and then you play the new I believe it, and I, I, you know, we're in quarantine, so who knows what guitaring I might do. <laughs> Actually, you know, I'm totally down. Sometime, if you have this week, I will give you a oh my Skype God, lesson. Please, how much? How much? If you're, I was, I was like, I'd do it for oh free because I love Calvin, you. But... <laughs> I love you. Yeah, I mean, I'm super down. Yeah, yeah. I'm, let me think of yeah. a song. Should I like tell you a song? I kind of, mm, I know which song. Um, I was like, I would pick a okay, song great. for you that you know that I'm that I'm sure that you know that you have mm -hmm. in your head already. Because say if it's a song that's like harder, like but you don't know, right? And you're like, okay, I really like this song, but it's mm -hmm. a little bit difficult. But I want to give you a song like say. Um, there's this Tyree song. I don't know what to do or something, and it's really easy. <laughs> I love that. I haven't thought about yeah. Tyrese in ages. Yeah, right? It's... Man, I'm like t the biggest... Tyrese is my I favorite R&B that. singer. That's such a wholesome fact about Kelvin. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so funny because he's not wholesome at all. Like, you know, you've seen Baby Boy. Like, that's when I started listening to him. And I was like, oh, this is so funny because he acts like a hood right. ass nigga. But then he's singing like, girl, I love you. I thought that shit right. was hilarious. So funny. And I was like, that's what I want to do with my life. I want to make action films, but make beautiful I mean, music. <laughs> what other way is there? <laughs> right? All right, I have to get out of here because I got to go teach some mm, lessons. But um, now I have your, your phone number. Yeah. I'm going to text you. And we're going to keep in touch because now we're friends, friends. Friends, friends, for real. I will talk to you soon. <laughs> All right. See you